tell us a little bit about uh, about the website and you know, maybe specifically your contributions to it? What were the things that you were working on and what did you find maybe challenging in that process of digging stuff up and organizing and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So as Tara mentioned earlier, I had the big task of kind of looking through all of the forums already existing listed resources on the site and just calling for like the most relevant and the most like the juiciest like eco justice stuff because some things have like less of a focus on eco justice than others. Um, so I did a lot of culling and reading articles and rewatching videos and stuff like that. Um, but I also found new stuff. Um, one of the most interesting kind of pieces I found is that there's a lot going on with youth climate justice movements in India. And India is such like a, a rich religious space. And so there's a lot like young Jains and young Hindus who are working towards climate justice. Um, that was really cool. It was also really cool to find how much of the interreligious work is being done. That was probably like the second most um, populated section of the hub um, alongside Christianity because there's just like tons of interfaith communities who are um, getting together for climate justice and in particular partnering with indigenous communities to protest like corporate encroachments on indigenous land and waterways. Um, so that that's really cool. And also like, yes, there is a lot of Christian stuff, but I was surprised at what kind of Christian eco-justice resources are out there. And I think it's really important that there's a lot going on with engaging individual congregations. Like there's a lot of like, um, other like resource hubs out there for like, how do you talk to your congregation about eco-justice? How do you prepare your congregation for climate disaster, both physically and spiritually? And I think that like small, like local work is really important in the broader eco-justice movement. So there's, there's a lot, a lot that I looked through, a lot that was really exciting and yeah. Yeah, that's a tremendous amount of work. And I appreciate it, especially because sometimes people have a title of an article that mentions the word justice, and you read the article and you're like, it really wasn't that much about justice. Or they'll say in the abstract and they'll throw that in there. It's a nice keyword to help you get published, maybe. And you're reading it and there's like, ah, there was just like one paragraph. So then you're, you're the one out there being like, no, no, we're not going to include this one. Okay, this one says it. You know, that's that's a lot. Um, and I like that point about congregations, especially really important for people to know, this isn't just a hub for research, also a hub for community engagement. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it reminds me of, you know, Adrienne Marie Brown's emergent strategy. I don't know if you know this book, uh, but she had one of her principles of emergent strategy is small is good. Small is all. And that kind of thing, like start where you're at, work with the people around you, and then we can really make change. Otherwise it's just. A bunch of a bunch of publications it's like well what's the point of this like no we're trying to transform our lives transform our communities uh so yeah it's one of the reasons it's such an important important hub wherever you're at if you want to change your community you can use the resources on this hub uh Enyong, what do you think what was some of the stuff that you worked on on the website and what were maybe some of the surprising things you found that that run against our normal assumptions about what environmental justice or eco justice are 
So um, I've been doing a lot of reading as well, going through resources, uh, evaluating whether this resonates with ecojustice. Um, so in that process, I've learned a lot about different uh, discourses from different religious dis uh, conversations. So there was a lot of uh, learning uh, experience. Um, and after all, like, I just felt like it's mesmerizing um, to discover extensive and profound EJ resources already out there from various religion traditions that are full of wisdom um, to envision the flourishing of the interconnected uh, world through justice work. Um, what I really appreciate about the EJ Hub uh, on the forum website is it accommodates the wisdom to the public. Um, and I think providing the accessibility to EJ sources per se is also one of the EJ work we can do. Um, so that was very uplifting uh, learning experience for me to just work with the, the forum work and the EJ Hub. That's a really great point that making environmental justice uh, materials accessible is part of this justice work. Uh, that's a really great point. Yeah, otherwise, you know, it's uh, only for people who have kind of access to libraries at elite institutions who have, you know, really good uh, access to journals and things like that. Even some institutions, you only get a few journals that you can really access and there's a few you can't. And uh, it's hard to do that kind of searching. And it's very labor intensive. Uh, so the, the people who are really fighting for justice are like, I don't have this kind of time for research. And so you're like, don't worry. We did the research, so you don't have to. We have it all organized for you, so it's quickly accessible. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate that. That's a, that's a really good point. Part of justice is definitely doing the, the online work of, of creating these easily accessible hubs and, and resources. Uh, Leah, I'm curious, same, same thing for you. What was some of the stuff that you worked on? What was your contribution? And, uh, and what were maybe some of the surprises that, that you found in, in this kind of research? Yeah, um, so I was mainly working on preparing the bibliography, so I didn't do as much reading, but mainly was just, you know, typing all of the data into Zotero and spitting out some bibliographies for the site. Um, I guess just thinking about what I'm surprised by, I this is such a present issue, but we have so many resources from like 30, 40 years ago. Um, and especially as a younger person, thinking that this is like something new, something I only learned about maybe five years ago. And this is environmental justice is definitely something people have been thinking about for the past 30 years. Um, yeah, just the, the depth and the breadth of the resources was encouraging to me. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. It is one of those things that uh, you hear things that kind of become popular within academic trends or within politics or something like that. And it seems like this new thing the more you dig, you're like, oh, it's, it's been around. And that's one of the things I think, you, especially here from indigenous communities, right? When people are like, there's this new thing happening and they're like, we've been dealing with it for a long time. <laughs> we've been, we've been talking about this stuff and uh, just that people haven't been listening. And then things are getting bad enough now and people are getting organized enough now where they're starting to come to the fore and, uh, and it's becoming a lot more obvious that these kind of movements are happening. So I've definitely felt that way with any any environmental work I do. I'm like, oh, this seems interesting and new. And I'm like, oh no, it's been around. I'm just I'm just new to it. Um, so 
you know, let's get back into more of your kind of personal connections to this work, professional connections and, and examples. Um, you know, what are the different types of, you know, environmental justice or eco-justice that matter to you, right? Um, so Tara, I know, you know, you talked a little bit already about your personal connection. I want to hear more of that and, uh, and get into some of the examples. You know, what, what does justice look like in your world and your experience? Yeah, so I think I was so eager to talk about um, the website that I didn't really fully answer your first question, what is eco-justice? So maybe I can now, too, what is eco-justice to me? So, um, yeah, so I have a, a background from the time before I was born. <laughs> My parents were very active in uh, Catholic social justice and Quaker organizations as well. So I kind of grew up with it just being a natural part of life justice work. I mean, there was never a time when we weren't um, working and marching and boycotting, and it was just part of daily life. So for me, all of this feels like a long time coming, like it's very natural. And I'm so glad that we are integrating it into our daily work in a more conscious way. Um, in my time at Yale, one of my, as a, as a student, um, yeah, I graduated from Yale about um, YDS, Yale Divinity, about 15 years ago. Um, the topic of distributive justice was one that was very much alive for me. Um, I'm sure you know Willis Jenkins. In one Willis's classes, I mean, we just would sit there and argue for hours, and distributive justice was something that just really spoke to me based on the way that I grew up as basic, like how can we even question this? So being able to now more consciously and overtly bring that into our work here at the forum, we, it's always been there, always, always, absolutely. We're just making it um, more obvious, yeah, and more easily accessible. So that just feels really nourishing to me. 